The Museum of American War Crimes in Ho Chi Minh City, a.k.a. Saigon, has long since softened its name to the War Remnants Museum, with American multinational corporations like McDonald's, Brooks Brothers, Citibank, and Circle K seemingly on every other block. That was a logical PR move. As scenes of fear and panic scatter from Kabul International Airport, it really is impossible to stifle the echoes of the final hours of the American-backed regime in South Vietnam, as well as the ignominious flight of dreams and aspirations. And it's equally difficult to project how Afghanistan will interpret and showcase the U.S. legacy in that impoverished land 50 years from now. But this latest breakdown of Pax Americana got me to thinking about the completion of the ostensible mission 10 years ago when American special forces gunned down Osama bin Laden in Pakistan. There was a troubling and overlooked element of OBL's execution of the 9-11 attacks. And it may be worth revisiting. From the Devoid Archives, May 2011. In 1958, three years before his death at 85, Swiss psychoanalyst Carl Jung addressed one of the great exasperations of his lifetime in Flying Saucers, a modern myth. By myth, he was referring to a sacred story that satisfies the deep inner needs of a community to rationalize a course of action, not to discredit them. Indeed, Jung had trouble ascribing the phenomenon's radar tracks to projections of the collective unconscious, and he conceded the probability of an external reality. Evidence aside, Jung also wrote that UFOs represent a symptom of a universally present psychic disposition in the quest for wholeness or completion, especially when they manifest in dreams. And as he told Time Magazine that same year, he was most fascinated by the cult-like Space Brothers movement in an age when American and Soviet nukes were fouling the atmosphere with radioactive fallout. The Space Brothers, he said, quote, may be a spontaneous reaction of the subconscious to fear of the apparently insoluble political situation in the world that may lead at any moment to catastrophe. At such times, eyes turn heavenwards in search of help, and miraculous forebodings of a threatening or consoling nature appear from on high. Devoid couldn't help but recall the power of archetypes as news of Osama bin Laden's death reverberated across the globe and the way he laid it all out in the chilling videotape seized by U.S. troops shortly after the invasion of Afghanistan. In that tape, a jubilant bin Laden is holding court with his sycophants in Kandahar shortly after 9-11. 
flush with sanctimonious pieties, OBL is discussing how the key to the hijacker's success was sequestering and compartmentalizing information so that not even the agents themselves knew the full scope of the operation. Yet, as early as a year before the strikes, a colleague told OBL he had dreamed of a soccer match against America in which the Arab team came dressed as pilots. One of bin Laden's acolytes chimes in about a buddy who shared visions of a plane ramming a skyscraper before 9-11. Yet another added that he'd heard the same dream imagery from other people. OBL himself apparently began to quietly freak out before the attacks when a subordinate, quote, came close and told me that he saw in a dream a tall building in America, and in the same dream, he saw Mukhtar teaching them how to play karate. At that point, bin Laden declares, I was worried that maybe the secret would be revealed if everyone starts seeing it in their own dreams. So I closed the subject. And so we close at least a small, violent chapter of human history, having witnessed and endured a decade of upheaval, fear and chaos, maybe without fully understanding the primordial underpinnings of this experience. We may agree on an established set of facts, but what do we dream about now as a consequence? Will our subsequent actions reveal how many of us have shared that same dream? Or are we doomed, perhaps against our own willpower, to turn heavenwards in search of help from miraculous forebodings appearing from on high? This is Life in Johnstown. I'm Billy Cox.